if this microphone still works. Good afternoon, everybody. It is Friday, April 3rd. It's been quite a few weeks since I posted. I have recorded many, many segments, but um, I've just been scrapping them. But in most of the segments, I have to say, I'm kind of tired of the corona madness. It's finally all over the mainstream media and now that the mitigation attempts have arrived in our country it's just a fucking buzzkill man i live in new york so especially in my area there is some degree of freedom uh luckily for myself not much has changed i was still working i got laid off from one job see i'm a straight hustler i'll work many jobs and i'll do many things to get to where I need to be. I never get that far ahead. I'm not a finance person. Had I had done that at a younger age, I probably would have been much further ahead. But I was a sucker. I was a sucker. I believed in the concept of working hard and doing your best. And, um, you know, formal education and getting in debt in order to get ahead. And uh, a lot of people now, I mean, I realized this a while ago, but a lot of people now are really, really, really coming to the realization of uh, knowing that at certain times and certain circumstances, none of that really matters. What matters more is being in the right place at the right time and knowing the right people and understanding the signals and the signs and everything that's to come. So a lot of people are on lockdown throughout the states and throughout the world. Um, They're hyping up the numbers here in New York State relative to the millions and millions that we have living here it seems to drop in the bucket but at the same time other states who do not have as many positives relative to their population they're on full full lockdown mode i mean they were trying to ban new yorkers from leaving the state and put us in 14-day quarantine like we're the hot spot more so than california which shocks me But interestingly enough, they shut down Los Angeles before they shut down New York. And they haven't even completely shut us down, I guess, at least where I am. It's not so much of a ghost town. But I'm not necessarily on the highways and so on and so forth. We're being told to, uh, you know, they have special hours set aside at the supermarket for immunocompromised and elderly people. Cool. Uh, There are still no paper products on the shelves. It's how many weeks in are we? How many weeks ago before all this shit hit the fan and started? I warned you guys. And I told my listeners, if you see it on the shelves, pick it up. Now, in that respect, I am way, way ahead of the game. And I hope you are, too. Uh, But right now, I mean, what the fuck is going on? I'm driving on the highways and I'll see. Instead of a traffic alert or amber alert or exit at crash, you know, crash at exit 37, there's a fucking stay home, stay safe, flatten the curve, hashtag flatten the curve. I mean, they're really trying to lock us down. And schools have been closed, all public places, libraries, cinemas, uh, the malls, everything but healthcare facilities and the lines at these healthcare facilities they've just instituted rapid testing in three locations out here in the tri well at least in the new york 
downstate area and uh, the one of the places near me was just people were parked and online just to get this test to see if they were positive and I'm not too sure if that's mass hysteria I'm not too sure if these people were that sick that they really felt they needed to get the test but where again I, I don't understand it we will have to the media needs to cut the shit out in terms of testing and stop scaring the crap out of everybody we all will become exposed at one time or another and the point is to be prepared don't stand online if you think you have these symptoms with a bunch of sick ass motherfuckers or potentially sick ass motherfuckers and get yourself sick I mean just assume you are okay assume you are and if things get real serious then you'll know when it's time to go to the hospital but don't I mean with the whole you know let's stand online for two hours with hundreds of people down the streets down the blocks like what the hell is this just to get a test that may or may not give you a false positive or false negative stop it these are the sheep these are the sheep these are the ones who wait for the government to come save them these are the ones who are crying up and will be crying in fetal position curled up waiting for the government to save them because everything they've ever known has just crashed down around them and it had absolutely nothing to do with their control it was so outside of their control and there are people who do not understand and cannot comprehend that life is not all quote that you make it it's not some kind of guru shit that makes things possible uh there are factors and variables way outside our scope of influence that sooner or later will come to fuck with us and you have to be prepared you have to be you have to be ready for that we have to be understanding and try to be proactive in terms of the worst case scenario instead of living in fantasy land a lot of people living in fantasy land man this is hard for them this is really really hard for them and i and i feel I feel for it. Because it's going to change all of us. Nothing's going to get back to the way it was. I don't think so, man. They shut everything down. When? This is unprecedented. Not even after 9-11 did they shut everything down. What the fuck is going on? And again, this can be, and from what I've read, there are some crazy things that this virus is capable of doing outside of the respiratory illness and needing a ventilator. There may or may not be ways to save everyone. Okay, you may have access to a ventilator, you may not need a ventilator, but it may blow clots through your body. You may die from clots, you may die from respiratory failure, you may even die from a necrotizing condition in your brain. This virus has a lot of ways it can kill you. So they're not even ready for the standard patients right as opposed to the ones who may need even more how would you say targeted approaches to their treatment if they even know they're finding out how people are dying after it kills them after the autopsy not before so this virus has many many ways of destroying people from the inside out let's just put it that way and there are strains and there are mutations so there will be no vaccination let's just throw that shit out of the window right now seriously all of these uh promises for companies and this is working on that one and it's by the time they come out with a viable version 
of a COVID-19 vaccine? That shit, come on already. Come on, let's be serious. It'll be way behind the changes that this virus is going through. Let's just be fucking real. Your saviors will not help you. They are not your saviors. They are there to profit off you and exploit you. And this virus is a perfect opportunity, whether it is a weapon or not, it is a perfect opportunity to keep you in fear just enough so that you obey. That's entirely up to you. That's entirely up to you. As you can see, I'm, as you can hear, I'm pretty annoyed. I'm pretty pissed. But not so much that my own personal life has changed. Because I really haven't. I'm really the queen of social isolation. I couldn't do, do, give two shits if the movie theater was closed or the bars. I, you know, I do my own thing. But what I am disturbed about are how fewer and fewer and fewer things are on the shelves at supermarkets and how we, I'm reading that states are saying that books and seeds are non-essential items for purchase. They're telling people what they are allowed to purchase. Who the fuck are they? They are using this crisis as an opportunity to take away your rights. And because of fear, people are not thinking. People really don't think to begin with in this country. I believe a majority don't really think. Maybe some will wake up. Some are so arrogant and so deluded in their own idea of education or whatever it is that they think that they've achieved in this lifetime. They fall back on those things. But guess what? It means nothing. It means nothing. Banks, you have to make an appointment. You can't go inside anymore. You gotta wait online to do whatever your transaction you need to do. You gotta wait online and use the drive-thru now. This has been going on for weeks. I was so pissed. I just used the ATM. I just used the ATM. One day I passed by the ATM and there were people standing online. Everybody social distancing six feet, feet apart. Four people online outside the damn ATM inside the lobby. I guess there was the one person using I don't got time for that shit. And neither should you. What will be their solution? What will be their aim? Their goal? They put you in fear. You. I say you. Because I'm not afraid. Because I was born for this shit. Either or. People are afraid. They've taken away their resources. They've taken away their ability to support themselves, right? Businesses had to close. Money is not flowing. You don't earn money. You can't spend money. You can't pay your bills. You're at the mercy of your mortgage servicers. How many how, how many billions will they be getting? And they're telling people that they can defer three months. But at the fourth month, they have to pay all four up front. What the fuck? And this is... But if you, ha if you were a squatter, though, let me tell you something. These boarded up houses up here, they're looking mighty tempting. Now, if you were a squatter, you would have something called squatter's rights. You would have more rights. Maybe maybe people who don't do their, pay their mortgages should be squatters, but they would have to formally evict you. I think, and I mentioned this in another segment that I recorded and I scrapped it. I think people, if you have food in your house and roof over your head, just today, you just take it day by day. Consider yourself blessed, right? 
give yourself 90 days if you have 90 days, but don't worry so much. If it's the housing, if it's the apartment, they can't move that quickly. And at this point in time, I don't think those sheriffs are trying to, you know, expedite the process of evicting your ass. So give yourself 90 days of reprieve and just try to rest your mind if that's the situation that you're in. Um, ideally, you're ahead. Ideally, you're in a position where... You can find food, you can find things, uh, supplies are not quite running out yet. I have a friend who's in North Carolina, this poor dude. Now, right around the time they started making rushes on toilet paper up here, I was joking with him because he's down in the Carolinas. He comes up here during the summer to work, but they've even delayed the opening of a lot of restaurants up here. Beach restaurants, it's a big, big thing. So, he's down there and I said, man, they're going crazy up here. He's like, I heard. I was like, yo, <laughs> they're buying a full of toilet paper. He's like, I only got two rolls left. <laughs> I said, you better hurry. Like, I'll go tomorrow, he says. I check in on him. I was like, you get any, have any luck? And he's like, I couldn't find one roll. I was like, oh, man. This is weeks ago. He had to buy a 250 pack of napkins. <laughs> Yo, man, a little bit of coconut oil goes a long way. <laughs> the poor guy. And this was week, like two weeks ago. So I checked on him again recently. And I said, hey, man, you ever find any more toilet paper? <laughs> He's like, nope. <laughs> Sister-in-law shipping it in from New York. I said, this world has gone to shit. This, this is crazy. He actually has somebody. He better hope nobody intercepts that shit. He's having a family member send him toilet paper. <laughs> now that's just crazy. This is this is crazy. It's disturbing, is what it is. It's disturbing. Where is all the toilet paper? You, you hear like times of civil unrest, people like hijacking trucks and shit of food. People <laughs> intercepting <laughs> packages full of paper products. Like what is happening here? What is happening? Uh, this is not good. This does not bode well uh, for our future. And maybe that's why they're trying to lock everybody down so they could slow down this whole supply chain issue. I'm not really sure what it's for. As far as slowing the stem of the virus, this is what they're saying. But there are conflicting reports about how inundated local hospitals are. There are anecdotal reports. People know people who are positive, blah, blah, I personally have six former co-workers who tested positive. Um, only one at the current time needs critical care from what I know. Um, they're all healthcare professionals, so of course this is to be expected. But then you have the statistical, not an anomaly, but you have the elderly people who are succumbing within facilities and so on and so forth. But there are some places claiming bodies are stacking up and there are other places that I don't know. It's questionable. How far has it gotten? How far will it go? Um, I'm pretty sure I've been exposed to it. Definitely. In my in my travels. I might have mentioned this in a previous episode. No, actually, I think I, I unpublished it. But weeks ago, I mean, like, we're talking. Oh, man, early February. I was online and uh, a certain area near, near my job at the time and and some lady's telling me, oh, this is before the shit hit the fan and everybody started buying toilet paper and mask. She was just, people were just there. And I said, oh man, people are catching on. It's a Friday morning. 
and people don't you shouldn't you be at work like what's going on here i just got done early and she's online buying ice cream she's telling me my husband yeah he's he's just trying to play it safe he's staying home from work today i'm like all right she's like because he uh he goes to temple with somebody who tested positive <laughs> and i'm like oh cool you know and I, I didn't back away. Nobody was really wearing masks and gloves at the time. And, um, shit, if, if she exposed me, she exposed me. That whole area, not not for nothing, I gotta stop shopping in those areas, and I, I just need to stay in the hood. Uh, but they, that was a hot spot. It turns out, in the coming weeks, that turned out to be a very big hot spot. And uh, my experience, I think the week prior, uh, there was definitely something going on in that store, because everything went haywire everything went haywire. I was in for 20 minutes and my eyes, and it wasn't even an allergic response. It was just, felt like I was fighting something, and it was wild. But each and every time, was, I, I do what I have to do. I have my protocol, and uh, I trust on the respiratory front, this thing will not attack me, but do I really know for sure um, what other areas this thing could be wrecking havoc on? I have to respect my body and maybe it's better that people aren't working and aren't socializing and, and maybe it's forcing them to rest and build up their immune systems I'm not really sure but people are probably really bored and um, maybe they're scared and I would just say just to try to make the best of it um, I guess in a better position than most I am still working maybe not as much as I should be but right now I feel <clears throat> such a tremendous burden such a tremendous burden for the past few months and um the loss and I've, I've felt loss and i'm still feeling loss and it's times like that where i'm okay with social isolation because it's okay to be alone it's okay for me i prefer to be alone to process these things um and i have less and less patience when i go out in public i mean i do have compassion for people and i do feel for people but these types of things bring out the worst in some, in many, and uh, I, I'm seeing everybody walking around my neighborhood with masks and gloves on, like, they're like wannabe healthcare workers now, and it's just a little ludicrous, it's a little ridiculous to me, and it's hard to see people wearing my gloves, because uh, <laughs> I can't find my gloves anywhere, because all these, these fucking, <laughs> these fucking posers are wearing them. <laughs> trying to protect themselves you know you should be wearing eye goggles then i seen some humpty dumpty dude there are a lot of humpty dumpty dudes out here they should be ashamed of themselves to walking or walking around with more curves than women but they think they're hardcore and um one dude had a full face respirator on like i guess construction style i would think it would be to filter out i'm, I'm guessing it was an n100 but it just looks so stupid like where are you going man you're going to you're going to the supermarket wearing that shit. You just look like a dumbass. And um, I, I'd rather wear a freaking wife beater as a ninja mask going into the supermarket than a full face respirator. It's just so dumb. And if you're not covering your eyes again, it's just a knocking off. People, take your chances. Take your chances. I'm I'm willing to take my chances. I may have an opportunity to work in the belly of the beast myself. And. Uh, you know what? We all have a price, I guess. That's, it might be worth it for me. I am not afraid, and there's a, uh, places that are opening up with positive people. They're not necessarily inpatients, but they do need care and assessment and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I mean, they're offering a lot of money. 
per day to do that and I don't mind. I don't mind walking into the belly of the monster because this is what I was put here for. And um, yeah, if, if it means getting a little change in my pocket for a little while and staying one step ahead, that's what I'll do because I have full confidence in the information that was granted to me, the information that has been given and the information that I choose to try to pass on to you guys in addition to some whatever dark humor I feel to pull out of myself any given time. Uh, but there are, for some, there are still opportunities out there. Just look for them. Be willing to think outside the box. Try to plan ahead. Don't, don't, don't wait for your government. Don't wait for them to come and save you. Just try to be proactive. Try to be as proactive as possible. And um, this is a long haul, man. It's been a couple weeks, and I have not been in the mood for any of this. I haven't had the best attitude, I haven't had the best, I'm just cranky, and it's only starting, and we have to be wise, we have to be smart, and we have to ask the questions, we all have social media, make your voices heard, because they are playing us right now, they're playing us right now, they're pulling a fast one on us right now, and it's not left versus right, people need to get past that, this left versus right bullshit, because you know what, none of them are innocent, not one, not one of these officials are innocent. They know full well exactly what's going on, whether they are blowing up or not focusing enough on the problem or, or focusing on the wrong things. They know what's up and they know the repercussions and they don't give a fuck about us. And we need to start calling them out for their bullshit. We need to start being, because they're not gonna feed you. You got checks in the mails. Who, who, who's getting these checks? All these promises, all of these bailouts, all these companies, but the average person, a $1,200 check, what the fuck is that going to do? Where I live, what is that? That's maybe not even half of rent. And believe me, I was just born here. I was just built into this. This is not something I condoned. This is not something that I moved here with the aspirations of ever paying. I was fucking born here. And it's like being in quicksand. But you're born in a place, and uh, the price, the price of living, the cost of living, and that's not anything, I worked just as hard, I educated myself, I worked as hard as I could, and maybe, again, it wasn't being at the right place at the right time. If I was a wheel and dealer and financer, oh, I should I would have had a shit ton of money, but then I would have had a really big house, and now I'd be fucked, like, who knows? Who knows? But find your peace where you are. Find your peace where you're, you are in the comfort and safety of the moment. And this is speaking from a trauma survivor who has dealt with fear of the unknown and all sorts of manner of horrific nightmares that I shouldn't even be on this earth. Coming from someone who has experienced those things, I could tell you, you have to find peace in the moment. Don't look too far ahead. Don't look too far behind. Be appreciative of what you have and try to plan to make the next couple of days to weeks better as best you can. Nothing, nothing is guaranteed to us. Tomorrow is not guaranteed to us. All we have is today. <clears throat> and that's my pleasant message for the moment, April 3rd, Friday, Friday, April 3rd, 2020. I have to get some shit taken care of. Oh man, it's just... We'll see what happens. I want to see what every day is a little different of an experience when I go out. But I don't, 
isolate myself as of now they're not telling me that i can't leave my stoop and they're not telling me that i can't leave my neighborhood and as far as i know i'm not infected i don't give a fuck either way they're not gonna stop me so try to live your life the best you can and um be safe people be safe talk to you all soon